Welcome to Nothing Is OB Golf Podcast, lucky episode number 13. Now today, super excited about today's show. I'm really pumped up about where this podcast and where this website is growing and going. Today I have head professional out at the Quarry Golf Club, Haley Hocott. Enjoy the show. Now today I have a special guest on our show. Uh, I have Haley Hocott, if I am saying it correctly, uh, PGA professional here at the Quarry Golf Club, uh, located on 444 East Bassey Road. Um, super pumped up because she will be our second female that we've had on the show. How are you doing today, Haley? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm super excited, super yeah. pumped up to be here. <laughs> Now today we're coming, actually coming from the Quarry Golf Club, uh, actually here in Haley's office. Now Haley, if you could just tell some of our listeners just a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I'm 28. I was born and raised in San Antonio. I went to MacArthur High School. Um, I played golf on a full scholarship at UT Pat American down in the valley. Um, my parents um, were golf professionals and they kind of brought me into the game. So. So, uh, in talking off camera, off camera, off air, uh, you said that they didn't really force it on you, though, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, um, they were the city pros here for a little while um, while we were growing up, and they kind of introduced us to it. But they let us pick and choose what we wanted to do. Um, I actually played the violin for almost thirteen years, um, but my older sister she uh, got to high school and she was on the team. And by the time, two years later, when I got there, I had to make the team complete. So she forced me to play, and then I just kind of fell in love with it. <laughs> so you kind of blame her, not your, not your parents, for being involved in the game yeah, still, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I guess I guess in playing the violin, I guess you still had that good hand work, I guess, or the good hand eye. Or... Yeah, totally. I mean, it was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. My grandma was a piano teacher, and so it was kind of a way for us to connect to each other. Um, we actually, I grew up next door to her, so I would just go over after school and kind of take my private lessons with her, and then. Um, it kind of worked out, but it does good for both. <laughs> oh man! So it sounds like you got hooked up pretty good. Yeah. You got you got hooked up. You got hooked up. Uh, you know, with the uh, the violin, with music, and you always get, had your hookup for golf. golf yeah. Oh Best gosh! Of both worlds. I'm jealous of you. I'm already jelly. <laughs> now, uh, you said your parents got you into the game of golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess uh, what's some of the things that is most memorable from your time playing with them or your sister? Um, really just the experiences that we could have together. Um, my dad was my swing coach and my mom was definitely more of, uh, the mental game. Um, she's a really, really tough woman and a really inspiring role model and she knows how to just go down and grind and grind it out and win things. So, um, I definitely have a lot to thank them for and it was a really cool experience being able to do it with my sister and share those memories, especially through high school. And then when I, we both were in college at the same time, she had a scholarship, I had a scholarship, so we could be able to connect and really understand what we were going through, things like that. But now I know you said you played at a Pan Am, mm-hmm. um, which is RGV now. Yeah. Um, what Where did she go to school? Where did she play? At? Uh, my sister went to Baylor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, <rough life>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, so maybe she kind of had that a little bit over your head. You yeah, know? she did. I mean, she was definitely, um, as we were in high school, she was definitely more naturally talented. So you could say, um, she won the, the five, a state championship in geez, 2004. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. My, my mom actually won in high school when she was in high school too. And then my sister won. And what about you? I didn't win it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, my, I, I, I'm growing up in high school. I was definitely more of the like hard worker practicer um didn't per se come supernaturally to me um I blossomed a little bit more in college but she got that big scholarship and she loved it Baylor was awesome for her and you know they did great things for her too so well I'm going to tell you uh being being a 
the head football coach and uh, I am I am our golf coach there at Blessed Sacrament where I teach at mm-hmm. just up the road and uh, I I love that mentality uh, how you said about your mom you know she was the grinder she has that grinder mentality and not everybody has that mentality no. I no. think it's I think it's <laughs> I think it's special like you said uh, you're you're really hardworking and uh, I. I you know, as a, as a coach, you love players like that. You always want players like that because uh, you can't, your team can't function without Correct. players like that. I Definitely. mean, of course, you can use a lot of studs and talent, but the team kind of runs with those hardworking, with those grinders. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I can already tell just just from hearing you, just from hearing you, you've had some of those tough moments that uh, it seems like uh, your dad obviously helped you with your coach, mm-hmm. with your swing, and then your mom kind of helped you get the that next level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you are the head golf professional here at Quarry Golf Club. Mm-hmm. So let everybody know what's kind of like your daily life here of um, uh, head golf pro. Well, it just honestly kind of varies day to day. Um, I'm in charge of all golf operations, so anything really related to golf. Um, I kind of check on the staff in the morning, make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, um, helping customers. Um, sometimes I'm in the shop helping with tea times, checking in, answering phones. Um, I am also in charge of all the merchandise ordering and um, inventory levels, all that sort of stuff. So, what about tournaments and things of that nature? Do you have yeah. do you play like a role in those? So we do have quite a bit of tournament rounds here. Um, previously, I did quite a bit of um, um, running them as, as far as that goes. I've kind of taken a step back from that just because I have a little bit more of other responsibilities. So we have a um, a couple other uh, assistants under us that run all the tournaments now. I still do the ones. Um, kind of that I've been doing for the last like four or five years um, but it's it takes it's kind of time consuming so <laughs> I kind of taken a step back from those but I still enjoy them well now uh, I spoke with uh, Carrie from the men's golf fellowship yeah and uh, he had nothing but good things to say about you <laughs> and he said oh, it's really nice oh Haley you're gonna love interviewing Haley because you know what she has a really good story about she's been here for a while and she really worked way up so tell me what are what were some of the other I guess titles that you had here sure so um it is true the carry's super nice uh, <laughs> um I just I graduated college and I really had no idea what I wanted to do I got a criminal justice degree with a minor in um business administration so I really didn't know what I was gonna do with my life <laughs> where are you gonna take it right yeah I just hadn't quite figured it out um I grew up right down the road from the quarry um mm-hmm. so I've known Dustin the general manager for a long time um and I, I just came by one day and asked if they needed any help. And luckily at the time, there was a guy that was leaving, so I just became a shop assistant, um, just kind of basic bottom level of the totem pole, really. And um, I kind of figured out about the PGA program, how you can kind of, you know, that take your career to the next level. I thought it was a cool idea. My dad's a member of it, too. So um, I enrolled in that and kind of worked my way through it. There's a couple levels to it, so it took me a little while. Um, as I went up, I was became the senior assistant, and then in 2016, the head pro that was here um, left to take another job elsewhere, and I just kind of fell into it. I was He left in maybe March or April, and I finished my uh, membership in July, so kind of oh, just... Oh, perfect. They, they waited yeah. for me. They waited, <laughs> thank God they waited for me, and it all just kind of worked out, so... Well, that's good. I've been blessed. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it sounds like, and, and the quarry is a beautiful golf course mm-hmm. here. I know we're overlooking. I guess it's ten and eleven, right? Yep. Uh, number ten. I, I've hit those apartments a good amount, uh, a good of amount times. of times. You're not the only one. Don't worry. <laughs> now tell me, if somebody, I guess, if somebody hits or complains into those apartments, is that something that y'all have to deal with, or is it kind of like, hey, you know, you live here, Correct. so um, they come and complain to us, like. 
I got hit with a golf ball. I'm like, yeah, there's, you know, 150 people out here today. I'm not, I couldn't tell you who did it. You know, unfortunately, that's what you get for living foot there. <laughs> that's what happens. You it's know? kind of like, oh, sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Now tell me, uh, what are some of the current promotions maybe that y'all have coming up or uh, special events that y'all have going on right now? Sure. So we have quite a bit of golf tournaments coming up, charity things. Um, They kind of advertise all over the place for those. Um, Really, as far as the facility goes, we just um, really improved our driving range. So we put a net at the back end of it, and we also put in an AstroTurf T-line. We've been sort of negative about the range in the past just because it's so short and it's not very long. Um, But... With those improvements, we definitely are encouraging people to come. We've got three different price points for range balls. We're staying open later than normal, um, and we're really just wanting people to come by and check it out and see our see our new improvements. So, well, well, I'll tell you this much: I think your range is gorgeous. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the setup. I, I and and I and I can't see how people would. I'm not a long hitter, so you know what? It doesn't affect doesn't me. It doesn't yeah. affect me. But uh, I know I had um, the deacon there in my church. Mm-hmm. He always says, oh, I come during lunch to hit some a few, a few range balls. He said, y'all have really good specials here, you yeah, know, especially absolutely. during lunchtime. Yeah. And so I guess especially for – it's located in a pretty highly, uh, you know, business area. Sure. So I'm sure you get a lot of those uh, business professionals out here that just want to kind of come and just let yeah, loose a little bit. easily, easily. I mean, if you come on your lunch break or come after work or something, the range stays open late, um, stay for happy hours. We have live music on Friday nights, so we uh, try to keep everything just kind of pretty busy all the time. Well, I'll tell you this much. uh, The weather is starting to get really, really nice, and the course looks (laughs) in great shape. The course looks in great shape. It is. It's in really good shape right now. Our superintendent, Bruce, does an incredible job just all year round. I mean, it, look, it looks, it looks really good. You should have seen it a month ago after that snowstorm back in December. Uh, I believe when everything it. Everything was dormant. It was just, it was incredible, but it's greened up quite a bit and... Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's it looks, really good it to look, play golf right it now. It looks super nice. <laughs> My mouth is watering right now. My mouth is watering. All right. Now, uh, I'm sure, you know, being growing, growing, growing up as a female and having, a, you know, both of your parents and uh, being PGA members, mm-hmm. who's your favorite LPGA player right now? Um, I really like Lexi, uh, Lexi Thompson. She's a really good role model for young girls. Um, I think she's got a really good head on her shoulders. And she's really, really good for the game, um, winning and a strong, a strong player. She's really committed to her health and fitness, which is really important. And I think it's good to kind of be that promotion of person. And she's really all about her country too. It's kind of cool to see her in like those, um, Soham cup things where she's just really exciting and a really fun player to watch. I I love watching her game. I love watching her game and, uh, you know, I know she hasn't been uh, at her, you know, at her best right now, Mm -hmm. especially recently, but, uh, you know, I think that's a big thing with golf nowadays is that health, that fitness, oh, it, it's huge. It's huge. It's a, it's a really important factor. and um, I think she's really got it going in the right direction. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. My wife used to be in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. She was with uh, Racquetball Fitness when it was Racquetball Fitness. And then she was with Spectrum when it was with Spectrum. Gotcha. She was there nine years. Oh, wow. Uh, she just kind of like you in the industry. She started at the very bottom and then kinda ended like up being up. a fitness yep. manager and a sister general manager. And so... Um, she always talks to me about fitness. She's super fit. So my wife being in the fitness industry for a good amount of years, she's always on my case about uh, health and fitness. And uh, she's really motivated me here lately. I mean, I always kind of get in the gym at least two or three times a week. Sure. Uh, I'm a coach. So I say, you know, I'm always active. I'm right. always active. And so, uh, but recently she's really kind of uh, challenged, you know, me to get my fitness game up. She says, you know what? You need to work on your flexibility. Mm-hmm. You have horrible flexibility. Uh, you can't move your hips. You have poor rotation. 
And I said, I know, but I'm a guy. And she said, you know what? You know what? If you have better flexibility, you're going to rotate more, rotate better, and you're going to have a better and stronger golf swing. Yeah, absolutely. And so she told me that. Kind of and clicked. so yeah, quick. Then <laughs> I said, I said so every day before I I wouldn't foam roll, I wouldn't stretch, and so now I'm in the gym. I'm looking yeah. at myself in the mirror. I'm stretching. Flexibility is incredibly important, especially in the game of golf. Um, my sister now it's kind of weird. She's a yoga instructor, um, kind of into that whole yoga Pilates thing. But she tells me all the time. She's a yogi. Yeah, she's a yogi. <laughs> but she tells me all the time like you gotta stretch, you gotta stretch, and really i mean look at tiger woods that you know all the all his health and problems that he's had recently and all the back surgeries and everything and he's still competing at the top of the, the top of the world he's figuring it out but it takes a lot of strength and flexibility to do that for sure and i think a lot of things is, is that uh because of tiger a lot of people had kind of like that workout boom you know mm-hmm. to be on the golf course you know the Absolutely. that golfer wasn't you know like having a beer beer <laughs> yeah. belly hanging over yeah. you know and a lot so, of guys are hitting the gym and oh, so yeah. all those young guns i mean they definitely are in incredible physical shape that's for sure but i also think at the same time too is that because of him they think some of them have kind of scaled it back and maybe just like you said sure. you know look more pilates more stretchy right. you know Not more necessarily the massive lifting yeah of the weights <laughs> Now tell me, uh, you've played golf pretty much your whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, what can you say is probably your one best memory that you've had from playing? Whether it was a best round, uh, a best shot, or you know, just a, maybe a time that you had with your parents. What um, is the best moment memory you have from golf? Geez, there's been a lot, really. <laughs> um, but one that one that stands out. I haven't played much lately, but um, I think it was pretty cool. In 2010, that's when I won the city championship, the city amateur. Um, and the first day, it was on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the first day I had my younger brother caddy for me, and he's not a golfer by any means. He's one of the musicians, and he was reading uh, Moby Dick the entire time while he was carrying my bag. Oh, really? So <laughs> that was pretty funny um, and a good memory, and then the weekend I had my father with me, and my whole family was there, and it was just kind of a surreal moment and experience to be able to share that with the closest to you, you know? So tell me, where did y'all play at? Where did you play? Um, that tournament was at Riverside on the south side. It's a good golf course. I, you know what? <laughs> I, I love that golf course. A lot of people um, that have listened to the show, that I've had on the show, it, it's funny just hearing that. I mean, because uh, I'm not a native San Antonian, mm-hmm. and that was one of the courses that we would always come up. My yeah. dad would always, I've said this many times, it's probably like the fourth or fifth time I said this, my dad would always bring me along with him and his brothers, mm-hmm. my uncles, and they'd always just kind of toss me over the fence to get some beers from that little <laughs> that little bar that's right oh, there. Yeah. And, that's too funny. And so I was like, that's one of the earliest memories I have of yeah. golf. I have of the courses here in San Antonio. Right. And, uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful course. It is a beautiful course. Yeah, for sure. So uh, just think, hearing about your city amateur championship, uh, that's awesome. You got to share it with your brother and... Uh, I'm sure. How was that? How was that like having somebody on the bag that maybe wasn't into the game? You know, it was really more of just kind of having somebody to be able to talk to, really. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing that he doesn't know too much about golf, he was more of just like, well, what'd you hit it over there for? I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know. But it was just kind of to kind of break up the whole um, pressure situation, really. I mean, it was the first round, but... Um, being with my last name kind of and my sister winning and my mom winning and my dad won and it just this is city championship um there was that whole kind of pressure like oh she has to win like type type of thing so it was cool to just kind of take that first round really simple and be able to laugh about things and him not really know much so 
So, so whose call was it to put him on the bag? Was it your parents or was it just kind well, of... Well, my dad at the time had to work, uh-huh. so he didn't want to take the day off. So he was like, your brother can caddy, it's fine, and then I'll caddy the weekends. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. I guess that's how it's going to go. I was like, did, did the same thing go for my sister yeah. or did you move the earth for her? No, I think I was the one that actually caddied for my sister. Oh, really? Yeah, she put in the two or three times and I think she won it twice. I don't remember, but... Yeah, I definitely got it for her. <laughs> oh, wow. So that that's awesome. That's pretty interesting. So uh, was your dad a good caddy? Oh, yeah. Well, my dad's very level-headed and smart and um, kept me calm, which is good. We didn't, you know, when you're in that sort of situation, you don't really want to think about score or, you know, what the other people are doing. You just want to kind of play your game and do what you're supposed to do. And um, he is really, really good at that. <laughs> And that's that's one thing I try to do for my, for my daughter whenever we have she play, she plays basketball she plays softball and you know now she's getting into golf and she played volleyball this year so we just wanted her to get out there just just sure. to be active yeah. and so uh, it's so funny because after a game or something we get in the car and my wife is just my wife very level headed very sweet mm-hmm. very calm you know she's letting my daughter have it she's giving her the business and oh, wow. <laughs> and being being a football coach I'm always coach I'm always coach sure. but when I'm home or when I'm with the kids. I just like to be dad. I just, yeah. I just want to be dad. And so it's, it was so funny this year. She's giving my daughter the business. And I'm, I go in the car and I tell my wife, I said, hey, chill out. Yeah. I was like, she just got done with the game. You know, she's like, no. But she has, I said, just, hey, just give her a break. Yeah. Let her let her calm. Let her cool down. I said, I'll talk to her about it afterwards. Yeah. And then my wife's looking at me like, I can't believe you. Yeah. Like, You're so opposite. <laughs> yeah, like, this is just not like you. Yeah. But and, it's good. It's good to be that supporting. That's what kids need, especially, you know, younger kids. They need the not the just tough brutal parents i mean they, they'll get that eventually or you know at, at the right time but i think it's important to like see i, I agree let them I, have their moment for that, a minute you know that's what i say too i say don't worry she's growing up yeah. she's gonna get it she'll figure it out <laughs> so tell me um all your years in the the golf as being a golf professional mm-hmm. what is the best tip you can give somebody or somebody's giving you but obviously this is for free this is, this yeah. is a free tip <laughs> um I don't know. I think in just in general life or golf, it's just really important to love what you're doing. Um, you know, the game of golf has so many opportunities and to meet new people and new friends, all that sort of stuff. But I found that I've got I've gotten older and just really appreciate um, the game for itself and how um, you know it's just like such an individual sport and that it's really all you know your mental game your mental toughness and but also how you can share it with others and experience other things too so I don't know if I have a specific tip for anybody but (laughs) well I'll tell you that that's a really good tip and it seems like I'm asking I'm I started off uh interviewing like just my buddies you know as I said I need practice guys I need practice I I need to uh, one of my good friends told me he's like you just need to put content out there just just start getting something you know because I had like a certain date I had a certain guest in mind and he goes no scrap that just start getting content out there you know just starting to feel more comfortable and what um what I really started doing with now that I've been breaking into speaking with golf professionals Mm -hmm. uh, I'm starting to just gather that it's nothing like uh some of sometimes it is kind of like technical right but I'm starting to get a lot of these tips that it's really uh you know it's kind of like how you live your life not just not just a golf tip per se absolutely I mean, golf tips can be so, they're so specific to the person and it's, it's hard to just, you have to do one thing. So I think it's really just love what you're doing and, and enjoy, you know, we're here for a reason. So enjoy it. And that that's a great tip. That's a great tip. <laughs> and you know what? And this is why I'm doing this podcast yeah, because totally. I can't, I can't always be on the course. So yeah. this is how, uh, 
I keep myself connected and also other people, a lot of people, a lot of my friends tell me, a lot of uh, listeners tell me, oh, I was on my way to work. I listened to it on the way to work. I had a good laugh. And I said, you did? Yeah. Good. That's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Absolutely. All right. Now tell me, uh, what's your craziest story uh, at, since you've been working here or something that's happened? I, I've had some crazy stories and I've had some not so crazy stories, but I'm sure a lot of things have gone on here, uh, whether it's tournaments, whether it's around. Um, what's yeah, the craziest thing that's happened? Here, I mean, honestly, we just have the, you know, the typical somebody drinks too much golfer who's who's aggressive whatnot i don't know we we try to keep everything pretty under wraps as far as all that goes i guess um come on come on come on Haley. this is nothing <laughs> is ob golf podcast yeah. i need something i need some dirt i need some juice i need something something that is gonna make people want to come here oh, make geez. people think of it i know you got something i know you got something um I really don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible at that. Or tell me, uh, tell me, or what's the craziest thing that's happened to you when you've been on the course, or just uh, something that you said, "Wow, that's odd. That's weird. That's, that's strange." Odd. Yeah. Um, I don't even know that I've really had that. I uh, um, I got hit with a golf ball once. There you go. <laughs> I was in college. Um, in my so- it was my sophomore year. We were about to go to our last tournament for the fall, and all five of us were on the driving range on the far right side, and I was in the middle of my five teammates and. This guy was on the left side of the driving range, and he, I guess he shanked it, and he hit me from behind in my elbow. Um, actually, long story short, but um, I kept playing. I, I went to my, my doctor was an orthopedic surgeon down there, and I went to him, and he said, nothing's broken, just rest it for a little while. Um, I didn't really do anything about it that next that next year, that spring, I was when I won conference, so it kind of worked out, and then after I graduated two two years after I graduated I finally went to the doctor again and I ended up getting elbow surgery oh, <laughs> from that but I have a nice sweet scar on my elbow there oh my gosh <laughs> it's deep what happened did you tear a tendon or something um, or it, no? it hit the nerve um, in between that I don't even remember what it's called but there's that little mm-hmm. line that goes from there so I had nerve damage going into my like two fingers on my left side and then it would kind of go into my up to my neck it wasn't too bad but they basically um, they call it something I forget but wow. they made a new track for their nerve to kind of go back. Wow. So just from that. From, from a golf ball. Wow. <laughs> that's, what I, thought. that's what I always tell my kids because, I, I mean, I do, I am my, my school's golf coach and I, I just, I don't mess around with swing or techno. I'm just more like tempo, rhythm, sure. you know, just kind of teaching kids the game, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, my dad taught me the game and it was always, hey, uh, you know, and having, you know, integrity, uh, having golf etiquette. And so that's really what I kind of teach the kids, you yeah. know, how to, how to treat the golf course. Absolutely. And so, um, I always tell them, I said, hey, I'm, I'm real big on safety. I said, yeah. I said, somebody can seriously get hurt out here. And it's scary. It's really scary. Somebody can, if you're not paying attention, you can really, really hurt somebody. And so, and so, <laughs> and so a big thing is like, I tell them, you know, there's, there's spatial awareness, right. uh, how to take care of their clubs, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, you can't mess around with this, that, and the other. And I always tell them about if someone, you know, uh, you can't hit when someone's kind of like in your view or whatever. And, right. and you do, you have to yell four. Mm-hmm. And did somebody yell four that day? I don't even remember. Honestly, it was just, it was such a blur. Because it was, like, right on the funny bone. So, I, at first, it didn't really hurt. And then, all of a sudden, it was, like, within, like, 30 seconds a minute, I was, like, oh, my gosh, what happened to me? And I fell to the ground. Like, it was just that immediate just pain of everything. And the guy came over and was, like, super sorry and everything. But, I don't know. I, I left immediately. Cause I, I, was like, I just want to know, did, did your team give him a hard time? Did your team I, give yeah, him crap? I think they did. I think they did. I don't think we saw him around the golf course for a little while after that. <laughs> Now, uh, tell me, what did uh, 
because of all your because of going and playing scholarship golf, did you have any ambitions or to go a professional or to take it to the next level? Honestly, not really. Um, my mom grew up um, a really great amateur player, and then she played on the tour from eighty to eighty four. So I've kind of heard some of her stories and the travel and. Um, it's kind of sad, but there's definitely not as much money to be made being a female out there as far as purses go and things like that. A lot of the big players have, obviously, endorsements and stuff, so they kind of make up for it. But the, the, the pay gap is so humongously different between the men and women. Um, hopefully that's something we can work on for the future. But um, I just it, – it sounds kind of weird, but I never really thought I was good enough. But I never really believed in myself enough to do it or really had the ambition to do it. Um, I knew it was going to take a lot more hard work than what I was currently doing. and um, But it's okay. I mean, I'm, I don't regret anything, really. I mean, I'm glad I'm in the business now, so I can help people and still teach and still be around the game, but not necessarily have the hard work of traveling and always perfecting your game, that sort of thing. So, well, cool. what, what, I'm get, <laughs> what I'm getting from you is that uh, you've worked hard really your whole life, and so it, it seems like, you know, it, again, I got something else that I need to work harder for. Yeah, well, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I graduated college um, in 2011, and I'd been playing golf for, you know, multiple years straight and at such a high competitive level. So when I graduated, I was like, you know what? I didn't, I didn't touch my clubs <laughs> for like a year because it was just like, wow, I finally can have a break and understand real life. I mean, you know, I didn't have my summers to hang out by the pool and go, you know, do stuff with my friends, things like that. I mean, it was constant golf tournaments. I mean, there was two summers, three summers in a row where my sister and I traveled all over Texas. I mean, she'd just gotten a driver's license, you know, and my parents were like, here you go. There's the map. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It's that's cool. that's I mean, badass. It's, but... it's cool, but, you know, I, I wouldn't change it at all, but you definitely don't have the same childhood as kids who just hang out and swim club or whatever you know just but that that's a childhood i'm yeah. i'm jealous of so, i'm yeah. jealous of. I, hey i wouldn't change it at all it was a really cool experience and you know it's top it's definitely taught me a lot and hard work does pay off for sure all right now you said that uh that your parents just just put you told you how to get out of here and yep. go play <laughs> go play throughout the state and gave you a map mm-hmm. now what's the what was maybe the best course that you've played in here in texas and don't say Corey because you work here uh, I'm sure that's what they want to say, but they'd want you to say, but geez, there's way too many to choose from, really. Um, just think, or maybe just maybe if you can, if you can just kind of just tell me uh, just some that you remember. You say that oh, I had a good round here. It was funny. I, I know you played all around, and I've played all around Texas too. But yeah, um, I think it's called Mira Vista up in Fort Worth. That was a really fun tournament for our sister and I. That was the Kathy Whitworth Invitational. Um, we stayed with a host family up there, and we actually stayed with that same family for multiple years for every tournament that, or every time we went up there. So it's kind of cool. You get, to, wow, meet, you get yeah. to meet people like that, and like we still keep in contact with them. Um, you know, I mean, they were a week of our lives for four or five years in a row. So it's kind of cool that people are open up their homes to you like that, and like taking taking young girls who are just trying to you know play golf and see where it goes. So that's really neat. Uh, I, I've never had that experience because I've never been an elite athlete, you know, but my brother-in-law, he played at San Jack, at San Jacinto mm-hmm. Junior College. He was an all-state baseball player, and then mm-hmm. he transferred to uh, Incarnate Ward. Oh, cool. And so um, he had some of those same things, you know, oh, yeah, we had a host family when they he played in a Texas league, a collegiate Texas league, yep. and uh, Brian and A&M. Yep. And so I was just like, well, what's, what's that? What's a host family? Yeah. And he just kind of explained it to me, and I said, you know what? 
it's really neat that you have these families that kind of take athletes in and young athletes in to just kind of just help them out just for that little time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I hope I can definitely do that in the future. Um, you know, I, I've had so much of that in my life growing up and traveling and whatnot. I mean, we would fly. I mean, I did a, I did a tournament in Indiana um, with my sister. We flew up there and we, we stayed with a family. And it's just you get to just meet so many different people through it. And it's just a really really cool experience for sure dang that that's that's <laughs> sweet that's super sweet all right now we're on to the the last portion of our show um my my podcast is called nothing is ob so uh i have a section called beyond the stakes okay all right okay <laughs> now it's just kind of where i have one question that just kind of it makes you really think and it just kind of uh you know, we do, we go a little bit beyond the stakes and that it's kind of like maybe an area that may be taboo that people don't like to talk about regarding the game of golf. Sure. Um, now, as being a golf professional, uh, what is your pet peeve out here on the course? Like, what is one thing that, like, you cringe to see and that sometimes you have to kind of just kind of get the mustard to go up there and go tell somebody, hey, you can't do that or uh, you don't want to see somebody do out here on your course or maybe as you've played, something of that nature. What is your biggest pet peeve um, out here on the course? For me, playing, I can't stand slow play. It drives me insane. Um, I don't think there's a... You don't need to just overthink things and overanalyze. I mean, it's very basic. There's the numbers. This is the wind direction. <laughs> Hit it, you know? So, um, so how many practice swings is it? I don't take any practice swings. Oh. I literally don't. I mean, you'll see me rarely, like, take a practice swing about something. But um, I've definitely improved that as I've gotten older, too, and, you know time is so valuable playing the game so that sort of thing um out here really um people are pretty respectful of everything um we don't like it when you drive so, so close to the greens or in our tall native grass i mean we grow that stuff in the especially on the backside. um it's really part of the, the link style and people drive all over it sometimes but we want it to you know i know it's annoying but we want it to be you know tall and visible and in your way, sort of. <laughs> well, it is because you don't have a lot of trees out here. No, you, you not at don't. All. You that's don't. A, it's an obstacle, you know, and it's it's meant to be like that. But people just drive all over it sometimes. <laughs> and so, have you had to go out there and have you had to go and tell somebody? Yeah, something? we do. Um, our marshals do a pretty good job of you know kind of relaying that message on the first tee, and then if they're driving around seeing things. Um, sometimes I see it out here. I saw one guy right out here on 14 green. Just his his golf cart was literally on the green. I was like, "Sir, what are you doing?" Like. I know you can't. I know you want to be close, but we have car pass for a reason. Like, <laughs> come on, guy. <laughs> so, so I guess as uh, you've played with other people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, do you kind of correct them if they you see them do some of these things? Like, hey, you're too close to the green, or at another course, or something, or you yeah. just kind of let it. I mean, it slide. depends. Sometimes, if I'm out here actually playing, and you know, with my friends or family or whatever. Um, I, I probably won't go myself just because it's my time to enjoy myself, but I'll definitely either call the shop or call the marshal or something like, hey, you might want to go check on this, that sort of thing. Um, it's kind of weird to do that at other golf courses. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a step back a little bit on that one. Okay, so you're, so you're not <laughs> such a uh, golf Nazi, right? You're yeah, not such no, a... <laughs> not at all. Not by any means. I mean, if it's my group, I'll be like, hey, you better watch yourself. But <laughs> Well, maybe they know that going into it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, they, maybe they, they know should. <laughs> I'm going to definitely tell them something, but... All right. Now, uh, I I used I marshaled once. I marshaled one summer of my wife. And golf can be a very expensive sport. Yes. And my and having having two daughters, uh, having a wife, and trying to keep them happy. Yep. My, my wife said, 
you have to support your your habit. Oh, yeah. like, you got to support it. Definitely. And I said, dang. I said, okay. Well, how about if I marshal out a course? And you know, she was totally fine until probably the summer was over. She goes, no, you were gone way too much <laughs> just for free golf. Yeah. Totally. And so um, one thing that I noticed when uh, the guy who trained me. We were driving around, and he said he had warned this previous group about driving too close to the green. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, and, and he sees them do the same thing the next hole, and he goes, hold on. And he makes a, a super sharp turn to yeah. where I almost fall out of the cart. <laughs> and he goes back over there, and he goes, I told y'all once already. And he takes the keys out of the cart. Oh, wow. And I said, man, this guy's legit. He's, he's on top of <laughs> Yeah, that, this guy's legit. Sure. And so then they had to drive the other I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He goes, one more time and you're out of here. Yeah. And I said, man, we, we make nothing here. We play for free. It's yeah. just we have two five-hour shifts. Yeah. I was like, man, this guy's a G. He, uh, he's, <laughs> he's a gangster. Big-time gangster, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, now tell me, Haley, what, what is your most favorite course here in San Antonio? Besides, obviously, Corey Golf Club. I, I know I, Corey is, is just, it's top-notch, great course, uh, great shape. I mean, I, I've never had a bad experience here. Yeah, But, uh, you know, there's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of courses here in San Antonio. There's and uh, this is a South Texas podcast. And I always try to kind of just give, you know, just uh, I want to hear what's your favorite course. Because it kind of gets people those competitive juices flowing, you know, when they hear somebody else's favorite course. Yeah, for sure. Um Gosh, it's hard to choose one. Growing up, I, it's a shame that Pecom Valley was such an awesome golf course, such an awesome layout. It's a shame it's not here anymore. But um, man, I, I've, I've had I've had a, I've had several people say Pecom Valley. It's awful that it's gone. It really is. And there's there's just so many his, history from there. But um, both Lock and uh, Lock and Terra courses are really cool. Um, they got really neat views. The Palmer course is pretty hard, but it's also it makes you kind of think around the golf course which is really cool. It's not many of them do that, so um, it can be very rewarding but punishing at the same time. So if you're, in for, if you're ready for a challenge, I'd definitely say the Palmer course there. Um, and I really like um, the Canyons course at TPC. I think that's really well done. It's cool to see that, or I don't know if it's there anymore, but that senior tournament that was out there. It's not there anymore. I yeah. actually used to work it, and it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome to see those guys. Totally, and they really... That fits their game really well to kind of just... It's kind of cool to see them, how they would play around there like that, but... I love Lock and Terra. I love yeah. I love the courses there. Uh, we played there, I'd say, probably about a month ago at the resort course, mm-hmm. the Palmer course, and it was freaking tough. Yeah. I mean, I probably played one of my better... I mean, I'm, I'm not a very good golfer. I'm, I'm a hat golfer. Uh, I'd have to say I'm a 15 handicap right now, but, you know, I have those those days, those, you know, moments of greatness, and yeah, so... Yeah. I was actually playing. It was a it was a two man scramble uh, for a decent amount of cash. It, it was really good, and just the the pin placements were they were just tucked in. They were in the back. Mm-hmm. They were just uh, you know it was double breakers protecting it right over a bunker. I mean it was just like everyone thought the greenskeeper was pissed off or something like. <laughs> Sometimes like, yeah. that happens. Sometimes they're Is really it? That bad some... mood. I, I mean I I think so. Sometimes you walk in, you're like, geez, what's what? Do you think I'm on the wrong side of the bed, man? But well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that yeah, from somebody it, who's in the profession. It's true. I think I think sometimes they're just like, you know what? I'm gonna be mean today. <laughs> okay. Last thing. Favorite hole out here on the court. What's your favorite hole? Wow. Um, oh, the signature hole 17. It's 
kind of hard for me from the tips back there to carry that canyon. So yeah, it, it's tough. <laughs> it's so, a long hole. It, it, well, especially I, I think if, I guess if you if you are playing from the tips, the the furthest back tee box, uh-huh. it makes it a lot more difficult. The, the closer you're up, I think it makes yeah, it a little definitely. bit easier. I like it when I can play the like whites or blues against people, and then I'm like, okay, cool, and it's just a straight a straight shot at the green. But when they maybe play further back, I'm like, oh gosh. So they make terrible. you do that. They oh, make yeah. you do that. <laughs> they definitely do. But I'd probably say um, I really like 13. I think uh, that's the one around the curve right there with the lake. Oh, yeah, that you can cut, right? Yeah, you have to you cut. Can cut the corner a little bit and put yourself really close. Um, yeah, I, li- I like that one. I like how it's set up. But what I don't like about it is that the, the green is kind of it's hidden at mm-hmm. the bottom. Yep. You know, so you, you think you had a good shot and, and then you, you go, you yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But that is, I mean, it's a gorgeous hole. 17 and 13, they're gorgeous. I mean, we're just looking at them right now. and. Gosh. It's hard to choose one because it's just like this view. I mean, it how, is. How it can is. you? Okay, can what you? what's the what's the one hole out here that you that you like the least? Oh wow! Um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. For me, we're looking at we're looking at you're looking at it right now. Ten. Number ten. It's just I'm a short hitter. It <laughs> yeah. just it takes me forever. I'm really. I agree. I'm. I'm. Um, Definitely happy when I walk away with a par on that hole because oh, I, de- I had to get up and down. I'm Everyone sure. thinks it's a five. It's, it's a par five, yeah. and I'm like, no. Sometimes it's a- I played that way, just knowing <laughs> that, like, hey, this is this is okay. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any terrible holes. I tend to play much better on the backside than the front, which I think for some people, most people, I would say is kind of the opposites. I, I think the, ba- the, the back, back is, seems to be harder. For the most back people, is. But... I, it seems like it's harder. The front seems easier. Then you know, I, I feel good. You know, feel good coming around the turn, yeah. and then I just my hopes and dreams yeah, just are just crushed. crushed. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I think that happens a lot for most people. <laughs> well, Haley, thanks again so much. Uh, man, it was it was an, yeah, it was an awesome cool. interview. I hope you liked it. I hope yeah, you liked it. Absolutely. Um, you know, so um, you know, I'll be editing it and stuff. But man, it was awesome. I just like I felt like your passion and your and uh, just some of the kind of your experiences. Just I felt that I felt you know you kind yeah. of. It seems like you were kind of going back a little bit and just uh, love your golf story. I think uh, not just uh, female golfers. I think uh, other, you know, men golfers are going to kind of feel what I feel. Like, this is why I do this because I'm getting pumped up, yeah. you know, uh, and just makes me want to go play. And I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do that for other people, sure. you know, that can't always be at the course. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I do this for nothing. And so uh, thanks again. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you so much. A pleasure. It was fun. Once again, I'd like to thank Haley and the Quarry Golf Club for allowing me to go out there to record our podcast. If you haven't been to the Quarry Golf Club here in San Antonio, Texas, please go check it out. Scenic views, rocky terrain, water, challenging, tough course. Go check it out. Please tune into next week's show. I have an awesome guest, James Wilson, the owner of TGA Premier Golf of North San Antonio. We will be coming from the Plaza Club from downtown San Antonio. You can find us on Facebook, Nothing is OB Golf. Also, please go to my website, www.nothingobgolf.com. Find me on Instagram, at nothingobgolf. Also, on any pictures or any posts, hashtag nothingisob. Also, you can hashtag nothingobgolf. Remember, in the game of life, nothing is OB.